0: Block Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. No. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yeah. render unto every man
1: according to no. his deeds, to them who by patience, continue in yeah. some well-doing seek no. for glory and honor and immorality, yeah. eternal life. But unto them that are no. contentious and do not obey the yeah. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Uh,
0: come Frank blue your pop! Yeah.
1: You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Yeah. Do you know who you are? Nope King, queen? Yep Nigga, we back?
0: Nope
1: Do you shine like a star? Yep Think they gonna tell you? Nope We gonna explore, them, yep. yeah this walk, so why keep on trotting. Everybody got choices. Choose the right path and nothing can stop us. Everybody got choices. Righteous life, they don't like that, nah. Everybody got choices. Choose the right path to save your Never going back, no, no, no. Forward to the kingdom, yeah. choices, nope. yeah. Yeah, yeah Everybody got choices. Nope. Everybody got choices. Yep, choices. Yep. Is it cool yep. to be gay? Nope. Did he make us straight? Yeah. Is the most high plan, Nope. You gon' learn the day? Yeah. Do you understand grace? Nope. Remember Noah's day? Yeah. Did more than eight people live? Nope. Will it be the same way? Yeah. It's a broad way to heaven. Nope. It's a broad way to hell. Yeah. You choose death over life? Nope. Change your life, yeah Do you love these streets, no Do you see police, yeah You wanna get shot down, no Do you remember Mike Brown, yeah You ever read your Bible, no You wanna know your tribe, yeah You know you want not a slave, no Don't you wanna be saved, yeah You ever been baptized, no Wanna get in that water, yeah Ever confess your sins, no Ready to lift your hands, yeah Amen. Everybody got choices I chose this walk so I keep on trying? Everybody got choices, choose the right path and nothing can stop us, everybody got choices, righteous life, they don't like that, nah, everybody got choices, choose the right path and say your soul, never going back, no, no, no. no. I are set to, to choose two to choose from You've got to choose one Who you gonna choose, who you gonna choose Should I live a simple life? Nope Should I repent and me baptized? Yep Will Amalek ever be nice? Nope Will I see a crucified? Yep Does this world love the most high? Nope Is the wicked gonna burn? Yep. Will he power forever? Nope yep. Will we ever get our turn? to choose from you got to choose one who you gonna choose the most I see it's to choose two side to choose from you got to choose one who you gonna choose who you gonna choose got to choose Alright
2: alright
1: alright you're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today.
2: <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 shalom. And good morning. Baal to Rob, to the 12 tribes worldwide. Yahweh Bahasam, Yahweh Shai, Barakat Thumb. May the Most High in Christ bless each and every one of you. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHPK Presents Bible Talk. I'm your host today. My name is Mashaba. I'd like to welcome you to our class um, uh, and, and to our show. Uh, we produce the ISB's Bible Talk podcast uh, every Monday through Thursday. From We like to start at 10 a.m. and go to like 12, maybe 12.30 uh, uh, noon, Central standard time. But today I had, I had to get start a little bit late. Um, as you know, we're, we're definitely in the middle of this heat wave right here in uh, San Antonio where I'm currently at. And it's got our AC working, you know, a lot of overtime. So in the apartment. That I'm staying at uh, uh, right now. The, uh, maintenance said ca- they came through, and they had to do some, some adjustments to our, to our AC. It, 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 it's getting uh, it get, it's getting burnt out, so they had to come and do a little maintenance. So because of all the noise that they had going on and everything, um, I had to push the show back uh, 30 minutes. My apologies, but we're still going to try and get our, our, at least our two hours in uh, as, as we're going to pile through. But normally, um, again, make that your Bible, our uh, Bible, Talk podcast Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to about 12 noon center uh, standard time. And then that's Monday through Thursday. On Mondays, uh, you, you got me. I'm your host, Oshawa. I, uh, I, I'll come in on Mondays. Then on Tuesdays, we have Talks about Tuesdays. Where he'll come in and do a, about an hour of, of current events. And then he'll come in uh, uh, with, with a class that, of a series that he's, always, uh, that he's been going over and continuing in and edifying us in, in, in history in prophecies uh, and in the scriptures. Then I'll come back on Wednesday and uh, finish up and, and continue with the uh, series that, that I'm, uh, I'm working on. Then Thomas about comes back on Thursdays. We have a segment that he just started called FYI, for your information, where he takes uh, various questions uh, that, that that he's been fielded and been given, um, and he goes into research to make sure that in keeping up with First Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 21, that we'd be able to prove all things, that um, and given an answer, you want to make sure that we're using the scriptures and using the Bible to answer any and all questions that might come up. Um, because from Isaiah to the eight, verse twenty, if they're speaking not according to this word, it's because there's no light in them. So as he gets questions, um, he likes to go ahead and do the research, and then take Thursdays for FYI, for your information, to go and answer those questions uh, thoroughly. Uh, superbly and scholarly to make sure that, that the answers are coming from what the Bible actually says. He does a great job with that. Um, this is going to be episode 5 if you want to say the same that he'll be doing coming up this Thursday. Um, and then we come back on Friday nights, brothers and sisters, with um, uh, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with your brother, Brother Bod. And Friday nights, uh, our, our, pod, our Bible Talk podcast goes to Friday nights uh, from 10 p.m. Well, actually 8 p.m. Uh, from 8 p.m. To 10 p.m. again, that's Central Standard Time's uh, where we go over um, uh, Bible breakdowns with your brother Bonapart. Right, that, that's every uh, Friday night. Thank you again for for, for tuning in. Um, please send the link out. Send the link out that the show is live right now, um, and, and if people can call in to area code six four six 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 eight two five six eight. Again, that's area code six four six 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 eight two five six eight. You'd like to call in on uh, on your phone, or if you want to go through the web browser. Uh, while we have the live shows going on, you can always go to www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, pull the web page up. Go to the search box. Type in Mashaba. M a s h a h b a. Our episode page come up, and you'll see on air live now. Click the button, and you'll be able to listen to us live through your web browser. Now, one thing about that: when you listen live through the web browser, um, our show is only scheduled for two hours on the web browser. Even though the class might go a little bit longer. Um, you're only going to get that two hours on the, uh, through the web browser. Um, but if you call in, you can get the full extent of the show if it, go, if it happens to go past the hour mark. If you happen to miss any of the show that goes past two hours, uh, we invite you to please uh, go to our archives um, at www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, go to the archives uh, for, for our show, and you'll be able to catch all of our shows that we've done in their entirety, uh, going all the way back to February 28, 2010, when we first had our very first Bible Talk uh, uh, show that we ever did. Um, so that's one way to still be able to keep up with us and what's going on. Uh, you can also reach us on other uh, podcast platforms. You can also go to iHeartRadio Podcast, where, where uh, you look up ISBHPK Bible Talk um, and go to iHeartRadio uh, Podcast. Uh, well, you can catch us there. You can also catch us on uh, Apple iTunes podcast. You can also catch us on Google Podcast. And you can also catch us on Podcast Attic. Again, all those under ISBHPK Bible Talk in, in order uh, to keep up with us. And if any, any show that you've missed or you want to uh, catch up with or go review and, and help with your studies, uh, please check us out on those formats, and you might be able to keep up with us and everything. All right? Um, being a part of the ISBHPK, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge Network, uh, we have schools across America. All right? uh, uh, we have a school here in San Antonio, Texas, uh, which has classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then there's a Sabbath class every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Uh, uh, our school is located at 4444 Walsham, street number 201, San Antonio, Texas. 78218, we the need address there. If you can't make the class, which we do encourage everybody to please go to class, we invite you to please go to ISBHBK San Antonio on YouTube. Alright, take up uh, live classes on ISBHBK San Antonio again every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7pm to 10pm and then Sabbath Saturday class uh, uh, Saturdays starting at 10am. For any information or, or, or um, if you to contact uh, one of the brothers here in uh, San Antonio. Uh, we invite you to please call Brother the I at area code 210 or Brother Samshuan at area code 505 387 If you'd like to help support the school here in San Antonio, uh, appreciate our Eastern fragrances. Um, I see that they have a TikTok. You can see my TikTok. Um, or you can go to a uh, Willing Small Mall uh, here in San Antonio. On the first floor of the mall, uh, right in front of the, the, the uh, this store called Shoe Palace, right? there's a kiosk set up, which is in between the Great American Food Company and the elevators going up to the top floor. On the first floor there, you find our kiosk, Easter Fragrances, where you can find the, the high quality uh, cologne and perfume oils. It's the actual oils that your colognes and perfumes are made with, but without the harsh chemicals and without the denatured alcohol and uh, all those things. Uh, and in uh, refillable bottles. All right. And once you get a bottle from, from Eastern Fragrances, you can always bring it back and refill it for half price instead of continuing to pay full price for the fragrance that you love and like. So we invite you to appreciate our Eastern Fragrances to help support our school here in San Antonio. Uh, we also have uh, another movie company here, another business called On the Mark Moving, which is a movie company which is licensed, insured, and bonded to handle quality professional moves of whatever you might need to be moved uh, no job too big no job too small from uh, if you need, need to move a business you have, if you need to move an apartment if you need to move a house if you need to move a storage if you need um, if you need help even packing you have a special uh, pricey packages um, that can uh, uh, accommodate your budget whatever you need, need done and believe me it's high quality moves um, being provided here uh, with on the mark moving so please get in touch with the brother Sanchuan or Warner I at the school or give them a call. Again, Brother essential One at Area Code zero nine For our schools in Houston, Norfolk, and uh, Rochester, if you're in the in the Houston area, uh, let me flip it up. If you're in the Houston area, we invite you to please check us out, uh, check our classes out, uh, uh, every Monday, Monday and Wednesday. Uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at our school located at 231 FM Road 1092, Stafford, Texas, 77477. If you can actually make it to the school, we invite you to please check out our YouTube page at ISBHPK Houston, at ISBHPK Houston on YouTube. And again, that's every Monday and Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then again on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And please check out Sabbath service um, every Saturday, something at 10 a.m., either at the school or, again, um, on, on our YouTube page, ISBHBK Houston. For our school in Norfolk, I'm sorry, if you need any questions uh, for the school here in, in, uh, in Houston, please reach out to Priest Quartizat at area code 303-557-8979. For our school in Norfolk, Norfolk, Virginia, um, which is located at 2610 granby street Nova virginia 23517 um you can view them live if you can't your make the class you can view them live every tuesday and thursday on facebook live We um, can go to facebook a lot of people have a facebook account go on to facebook and uh, uh look for the israelite school of biblical history and practical knowledge um, and you can uh, watch your classes live on facebook live every tuesday and thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then on Fridays, they have a Friday night Sabbath Fast as well on YouTube at ISBHPK uh, Norfolk on YouTube, starting at, again, 7 p.m. Uh, to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check them out. And then please check out the Sabbath ceremony uh, uh, that they do broadcast from our school there in, in Norfolk every uh, Saturday, starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Uh, uh, with our school there in Norfolk. For any questions or any comments uh, uh, for our school there in in Norfolk, please reach out to Priest Kazakia. Please reach out to Priest Kazakia. And you can reach him at area code 757-300-4047. All right? And then for our school in Rochester, our newest school in Rochester, Rochester, New York, which is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, suite number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. Um, we invite you to please check out classes um, uh, Monday through Friday, but you can view them live every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube at ISBHBK Rochester from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on ISBHBK Rochester uh, YouTube channel. Um, and then on Saturdays, check out this Sabbath, uh, class as well um, starting at 10 a.m. at ISBHBK uh, Rochester. All right. If you'd like to help our schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester, there's a website that's been established at the com. the Where well, We invite you to go and check it out, where you can start monthly subscriptions to help help us keep our schools running um, in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester. You can start monthly subscriptions to Sweet Ambiance. You can start a monthly subscription to uh, uh, Israelware, or, or you can just make, uh, make a purchase. Uh, there at uh, Children's Creations. Now, Sweet Ambiance um, is is, is a a store and and, and an online business that's been set up to that engineers custom fragrances so that every one of your moods can smell amazing. When you support Sweet Ambiance, you support ISBHPK. Sweet Ambiance, their specialty is uh, custom handmade soaps, lotions, candles, and beard oils, all right? So please check out Sweet Ambiance for men, women, and children, uh, for the house, for the body, for the car, or whatever wherever you need a fragrance or some ambiance. We ask you to please check out Sweet ambience, um at our website, isbhbk.com. And you can start a monthly subscription with them as well. So every month, you can be supplied with, with the latest and uh, the custom-designed fragrance of the month, again, for men, women, or children. Um, and just start the subscription going help us keep the rents covered in Houston, Norfolk, and in Rochester. All right, uh, and then we have Israel Wear also uh, there. Where Israel Wear, where we can keep up. You can get, start a subscription with Israel Wear, where your monthly subscription will provide you each month, whether you're a man, woman, or child. Um, each subscription you can, uh, depending on which one you subscribe for, uh, you can get a a, a, uh, a new shirt each month, which includes a border of blue and fringes. The shirts are 100% pre-strunk cotton uh, with the vinyl design of the month. Um, you can also get a subscription where you can get a leather headband to match your shirt, and shipping is included right, with your subscription. And this way, that as you uh, provide your monthly subscription, you help keep the schools going, but you also get a chance to keep your, 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 your wardrobe, your hebrew Israelite wardrobe, upgraded. With the newest and latest shirts with the, head, uh, with the matching headband, if you choose to get that subscription, again, for men, women, and children, so we invite you to please check out Israel Wear, uh, through the website, isbhbk.com. And then we also have Chosen Creations. Chosen Creations offers custom engraved jewelry, personalized home decor, and unique gifts you can't find anywhere else. And brothers and sisters, it really is. If you want to get your, your home decor, like, like it says, um, if you want to get some custom uh, engraved jewelry, um, I mean, they really have, again, for men, women, and children, they really do an outstanding job and pre- present some of the most beautiful, majestic um, uh, uh, pieces that, that, that you've ever seen with all Hebrew-Israelite-inspired, all Hebrew-inspired. So please check out church creations again. Um, or church creations, uh, at Etsy, right? To creations, uh, at Etsy. Check them out. The, the, the stuff they have on there is it'll blow your mind. They really blow your mind. And, again, we support those creations. You help them keep our schools going in Houston, in Norfolk, and in Rochester. So we please invite you to check that out. All right? Um, and also, we ask you to check out our other uh, YouTube pages uh, concerning uh, Five Minutes of Wisdom, um, uh, the Hindu Bible Show, and Hebrew Media Corps, all right, on YouTube as well. Some great little uh, snippets, great little uh, extra uh, a little gravy to, to to the classes I already taught to help you keep keep up and keep sharp um, and keep aware of uh, all the events and everything that might be going on uh, throughout Israel, throughout the world, uh, concerning the Bible. And that five minutes of wisdom that Kazaki does, it really is just what, what that is. That's your little five-minute break uh, throughout the day. You can go over there, check it out, and just give that five minutes of wisdom, practical wisdom that he goes over Scripture and within that little five minutes and, and lets you know and explains to you. How you can apply that scripture apply it not just know it not just hear it but how you can actually apply that wisdom that the scripture actually gives so we invite you to please check out five minutes of wisdom on youtube it really is some stupendous but not just it the hint bible show as well as the hebrew media core please check them out the brother uh bakar the brothers um, Qadizah, um the brothers um uh uh, uh, uh check them out they're doing some outstanding work um Outstanding work. So we invite like you to please check them out uh, on those venues as well. If you're in the Albuquerque area, if you happen to be in the Albuquerque, American area, we invite you to please reach out to Brother Aisha White at area code 505 218 to find our schedule when, when, when they congregate. The Brother Aisha White really likes being out uh, in, in the Mosas creation. He really likes being out there in the outdoors with the high's creation and really absorbing the, the, the natural energy and the, the, the essence. Of what the Most has created, so a lot of times for the Sabbath, for the high holidays, uh, you can find ice out uh, uh, camping. You can find him for for Sabbath days, um, getting out um, and getting together for a feast. But it's going to be out in the open, out in the um, um, and enjoying the, Mo, the Most High's creation, Like to get away from the the the, the depressions of the city uh, and the oppressions that the city offers, and getting out into the openness the most high so we invite you if you like to start congregating and coming together with uh pure genuine hebrew israelites uh please reach out to brother isaac white desire if you're in the albuquerque area at area code 505 218 uh, 4218 all right um we also invite you to please check out eo pure therapy my right? eo pure therapy is located at Moreno oaks mall on the first floor of the mall in the jcpd wing of the mall all right Is uh, directly diagonal from H&M clothing store, and across from uh, Icing, what's that? I guess Julie Boutique. uh, There at at the mall, Uh, Eo Pure Therapy uh, provides. They specialize in uh, in customizing uh, fragrances and skincare products for men, women, and children as well. Um, One of the unique things they do have is custom handmade soaps. Custom handmade um, uh, uh, bath bombs and and, and uh, shower uh, I guess what they call them, um, bath salts, uh, sugar scrubs and, and salt scrubs for for your skin. They really do an outstanding job there. And you can also get your bath bombs or bath salts infused with CBD oil. So as you're relaxing, having your Calgary moment with some of the um, the bath bombs or bath salts that you have um, stylized to, with a fragrance of your choice. Uh, that they might create for you, uh, you can get a CBD um, oil infused bath bombs or bath salts uh, to help you uh, with, with with your skincare therapy. All right, they also specialize in CBD uh, uh, creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons. They're at Eo Pure Therapy, so we invite you, to please check them out. You know the sister Quaisha is over there, and if you can catch your brother GQ, our brother uh he's over there. Doing an outstanding job and once I was really working with him uh, go check him out and they can custom design a fragrance just for you or they have many to choose from and you can get an actual soap made you can get a custom made soap with the fragrance of your choice custom handmade soap with the fragrance of your choice so please go and check them out there at EO Pure Therapy and when you support EO Pure Therapy we also have to support the EO Pure Therapy Event Center which is also located at uh, Rolling Oaks Mall on the second floor of the mall in the far south end wing of the mall with the former Sears wing right in front of the remote control derby race car track that is there at the mall, the EOP Therapy Event Center. The EOP Therapy Event Center not only does it have Dr. Ebony's holistic wellness uh, products there where if you're really trying to get your, not just your skin care, but a really whole holistic um, uh, well-being taken care of, Dr. Ebony, who is certified, will give you a free prognosis uh, and also help get you on your way to optimum health care and, and, and health from a holistic point of view. Uh, Dr. Ebony is there um, uh, Mondays through Fridays. Go and check her out at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. Um, and really, she does. She has some great products. All right? She has some great products. And she, her store uh, office is located there at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center, as well as every Sunday. We do have a paleo Hebrew, he, paleo Hebrew Hebrew, class that we hold there at the Event Center uh, live uh, every, every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. So if you want to learn the Paleo Hebrew, please come to check us out there at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center every Sunday, which is supported from EO Pure Therapy uh, store there at Rolling Goat Small, all right? Um, so with that being said, brothers and sisters, we reached a part of the show where I've compiled, I'm compiling a prayer list uh, for brothers and sisters uh, that, I, I, that I that I get throughout throughout the uh, uh, that it's, it's a prayer list that I compiled. Our uh, brothers and sisters need a extra prayer because of some uh, uh, afflictions, some infirmities, some persecution that, that they might be going through, uh, and they just need a little extra prayer to help them along with what they might be going through. Uh, we, we are reminded. With, uh, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 20, the Lord says, The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. So we want the Most High to hear the prayer of the righteous. As we're learning this truth, learning the, the, the law of the commandments of the Most High, uh, getting the true context of what the Most High talking about throughout these scriptures, and we're striving and understanding that, yes, all of our, our righteousness is as filthy rags, but as we strive to put on perfection and we strive to work on our righteousness, Uh, understanding that the Most High give us grace and mercy, but as we're striving to put our righteousness and do right by the Most High, that it does tell us that the Lord does hear the prayer of the righteous. Um, In James chapter 5 or 16, um, uh, we are exhorted to confess our faults one to another and to pray one for another that we may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much that the prayers of the righteous, the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous, they avail, I mean, they help out a lot. The Lord does hear the prayer of the righteous as we pray for one another uh, that we might be healed from the certain things that we might be going through. And in First Peter chapter 3, verse 12, from, first, uh, from Peter, uh, the one that, that, that Christ gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Um, but Peter tells us, he says, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. So as we keep um, repenting and washing our, washing our spirits, washing our minds, washing our souls uh, with the words of the Most High and getting cleaned up and doing right in the eyes of the Father, that the Father, that, um, his eyes are over the righteous, and he hears the prayer of the righteous. So we ask all that are striving for, um, to get right by the Most High, understanding and, and, and thanking the, the Lord for his Son, our Savior, our King, uh, who the world calls Jesus Christ, who we say in the in ancient Hebrew, Yahweh Shai, Hamashiach Yahweh Shai, the anointed Savior, um, that he might hear uh, in the times of our need as we sing these prayers up for one another. So we ask the Most High in the name of Christ, Yahweh B'Hasem Yahweh Shai, please listen to us now, right now. Bible I. Thought, um I uh, please send Michael and the holy angels, Baba Gosha Shalak, Michael, Allah, Allah, to watch over Lashama'il, bless Barak, kill Rapa, protect Hagar, strengthen Khazak, help Izar, guide um, Shamar. Uh, and please take away, Baba Gosha Lachwak Mayan, all evil, call evil, evil people, rise, Aim uh evil spirits rai rachayim uh sicknesses guile and malice from uh the brother and sister tahawam and waradaya here in san antonio from the brother john span uh from the sister miss catherine otherwise known as ma dukes um uh from from uh the sister becky and the brother darrow and uh, uh becky's sister carmen from the entire Lovett family, my in-laws, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and all my nieces and nephews uh, with the, the, the Lovett family. The entire Coates family, uh, from the brother Kazakia and his family, and his wife, Uh, Shawashana. uh From the sister Anagashia, uh, from the brother Tawam uh, in Houston. From uh, the other brother Tawam, in San Antonio, uh, West Beverly. From the sister Ayana uh, Banath Banyamian, the wife of a one in here in San Antonio. From the special needs children, uh, father, from, um, from uh, the daughter Sisi, the daughter of Brother Tazapar and his wife, uh, Arakaya. From the sister of the daughter of Anagashia and the brother Gabarkawa. From uh, the, the child, uh, Aliyah, the daughter of the brother Banabad and his wife, Quadashaya. From uh, the brother Tazapah and his family, and including his son of uh, Rapah. Uh, from the brother Quadash Gabar, father, we pray for the brother Yenawathan up there in Albuquerque. We pray for the brother Sam Quadash out there in Florida and his wife Mariah. But father, we pray for the brother Gabar Gad, the sister, the brother of uh, our sister Aliashabai, uh, and for his mother-in-law Ruthie Mae Johnson. Uh, father, we pray for uhwadasah the wife of Banabad. father we, uh, we we ask you uh for uh the brother l v s mother uh, Pat washington father we ask for the brother sean Stark uh, for the sister Sylvia Khan. we ask for the brother uh, of Gabarkawa, Gbar- uh Shapar uh, there in Albuquerque and father we also uh pray and I, I, I'm, forgive me for forgetting his name for the brother Yama uh Jonathan uh, Villamares. Um, Father, we ask you, Father, uh, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Baha Shemiham Shai, and we thank you always, the water from the Father, uh, uh, thank you for all this. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, uh, now that we get got that out of the way, which is a good thing, which is a great thing, uh, let's go ahead now and pick up with the series that, that, that we're doing uh, today's class is entitled to deny christ part 16 if you don't know your history all right comma 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 meaning if you don't know your history as you complete the statement then you're bound to repeat it and this is our sixteenth part of, of our of our series on to deny christ uh as we are just taking uh we're, we're taking this dive all right we're taking this dive uh I've been having a conversation with brothers and, and sisters um, that, that I've came to truth with, you know, and, and we came to this knowledge of the truth of our identity, the truth of our nationality, well, well over 30 years ago. Right, The last Passover, for many of us, it was our 30th Passover um, since our very first one that we that we were together in 1993, right? the very first Passover. Not, I'm going to say the first Passover for all of us, but the first one we were all congregated together, Back In uh, uh, 1993, this past Passover was our 30th anniversary. We had the opportunity to actually come together and congregate. So we've been in this for over 30 years. And we, we've been blessed and fortunate enough to uh, have been some of the first fruits. And I'm not trying to take away from, from any of the, 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 the example or the shoulders of the men that we're standing on or the families that we're standing on who came out of New York from any of the other, other our, our seven elders, Masha, uh, Aria, Yaikwab, Laha, Shar and and for the sacrifices and and the experiences that we've been, been able to live from their examples and from their examples and be able to learn learn from and from many of them are, are the men uh, that came before us. From, from uh, for us, coming out of uh, Albuquerque and, and out of... Uh, Los Angeles and I was San Antonio in Oklahoma, uh and, and Miami in Albuquerque, uh our elder, uh, Ariala, uh, the father of the of uh of Cizakia, who's doing great work, who has opened up the schools in Houston, uh Rochester and New York. The brothers has done some evangelizing in Baton Rouge, in Dallas. The they they they've done uh, a camp out there in, in uh uh in Trinidad doing a lot of great work. Um uh, coming from that, that, that branch of Ariala, as well as some of our other elders, um, as far as, uh, uh, Yahanna, who was with the ISBHBK, uh, as well as Tahar, who's with, uh, GMS, as well as, uh, the brother, uh, Nathaniel, uh, Nathaniel, when we, when we knew him at the, at the School of One West, uh, who, who has started the, uh, the 12 tribes of Israel and is currently with the, uh, the IUIC. That, uh, some of the, the dedication and hard work that they have established for the school there in, in New York City going all the way back to 1970, that we're standing on their shoulders and their experiences, that there's a lot of things that we haven't, we've learned from what they've had to go through first, from the brunt of them having to take on, be the first ones to teach in America and, and, and in a public setting the way they have that Christ is black. And that the so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and so-called Mexicans here in North, Central, South America, whose fathers are of those descents, that we are the descendants of the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. To be the first ones to bring this knowledge out. To be the first ones to start bringing out the history and, and, and and the Bible history and showing and proving that the Jews are black, are people of color, that we're not Christians, we're not these false labels that we've been given, but we actually are the descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel. We're standing on their shoulders because nobody has ever been teaching it on that level ever before, which matches the, all the prophecies um, that we can find in the scriptures that would tell us that we were going to forget our nationality, that we, gonna, uh, we were going to see from our heritage, that we were going to um, um, Forget The world is going to forget who we are, that all that came to pass, but because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, that we're going to have a a way back, that we're going to be given another chance um, after our punishment for our sins, after our punishment for us continually, from the days of Moses all the way up to the days of Christ, continuing to sin against the Most High, to break his laws, statutes, commandments, and his ways, that Um, and all the different punishments and captivities that we've been through, where we were finally expelled out of the promised land, whether it was in 722 BC, I'm sorry, 922 BC, um, during the time of the Assyrians, or our final expulsion in 70 AD under the hand of the Romans, where we were finally kicked out of Jerusalem, our homeland, and many of us, millions of us went down into Africa and stayed down there for 1,500 years. Then in the 1600s, Uh, which were were captured uh, by the Arabs, the the native Arabs of the land and the native so-called Africans uh, um, of Africa and traded and sold on the transatlantic slave trade over here to the Americas. That before that time, nobody had ever been teaching us or bringing this knowledge back and matching with the prophecies. But we're able to stand on the shoulders of those men and the families and the sacrifice that they went through that we may ever get this knowledge, but also being a part of some of the first fruits outside of New York to 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 um, experience what it's like to bring this knowledge for the first time in many places, whether it was in uh, New Mexico, whether it was in California, whether it was uh, here in San Antonio, whether it was in Oklahoma, um, that we were the first ones to bring this knowledge to people who've never heard of it before, ever. And uh, the honor that we've had with that, but also the hardships we've had to face uh, that comes with that, that Christ, we, he warned the disciples. He said, if you're going to follow me, remember, you you got to count the cost. Let me get that real quick. Let me put that scripture up real quick. C-O-U-N, count C-O-S. So much. Right, when we go to Luke chapter 14, verse 28. In Luke chapter 14, verse 28, it does read. Um, let me just go to that real quick because we have to start above that. In Luke chapter 14, I'm sorry, verse 25, right? This is what Luke records about what, what, what Christ had told the disciples, right? Those that were following him. So in Luke chapter 14, verse 25, it says, And there went out great multitudes with him. And he turned and said unto them. So there was m- great multitudes that was following who the world calls Jesus Christ, or we say in, in the Paleo Hebrew, Yahweh Shai, Hamashiach, Yahweh Shai, the anointed Savior. All right. Verse 26, if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren, and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Now, these are some very harsh words, but these are some of the words that never get read um, and from our conditioning that we receive through religion from the time that the so-called white man came to the Americas and brought his Christianity and his form of, of religion. These are some of the scriptures that we've never touched on, it never get touched on, never, never get brought out as, as the false sense of, of religion has been force-fed to, to a lot of us. But these are the words of Jesus Christ. And if you're reading along with me, you'll see that these words are in red. So this is Christ speaking. And he's telling us that if we're going to come to him. If we're going to follow him This to the multitude. We're going to follow him. And we don't hate. And we hate not our father. So what does this mean? A lot of people want to say, that hate don't mean hate. What this is talking about is if we don't hate the abominations, that our fathers commit. When we go to Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4, I'm not going to go there right now, but when you read Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4, I, I guess I have to now. I'm going to quote it just so I can make sure I'm keeping everybody abreast of what's going on. As we do like to prove all things, uh, in Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4, what is it about our father we're supposed to hate? When we go to Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4, it tells us this. Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4, this is what the Lord told Ezekiel. And the Lord, the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city. And again, I'm in Ezekiel chapter nine, verse four, uh, referencing off of Luke chapter fourteen, verse twenty-six. Um, Ezekiel chapter nine, verse four says, And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. So we know that this is during the time of ezekiel that this was going on and ezekiel i believe was right before the uh, uh, uh babylonian captivity he was a prophet during that time and that he was supposed to go do this uh in jerusalem now he was supposed to go do this uh in, in jerusalem and i'm being joined by brother gabar Kawa. i mean murray's the call hello 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 salam 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 salaam. Shalom, sir. Yahav ba shem Yahweh outside ba hashem shabarakatah, sir. What's going on? What's happening? Oh, um, I was uh calling to check and see if you were still in Ezekiel chapter nine and verse four. Yes, we are. Yes, we are, brother. Yes, we are. Um, uh, yeah, yes, I, I just read it, but we're about to go to verse five. But let me let me finish uh, explaining verse four. Okay. So this is Ezekiel actually going during the time of the Babylon. Uh, Babylonian Empire when this was first given to him to go set a mark on the people that are in Jerusalem before we we were exiled out of by this time the northern kingdom of Israel had already been exiled out of and expelled out of the land of Israel Um, after Solomon's sins the nation of Israel split into two kingdoms the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah and the brother Tazapah has been covering this on his never wax pale series that you can go and check out um, at ISBHBK Bible Talk on iHeartRadio Radio Podcast, Google Podcast, um, uh, uh, Apple iTunes Podcast, or Podcast Addict to go and catch him all the history and all all, all the, the 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 information that he has concerning that right there. But so Ezekiel has to be given this before the Babylonian captivity. Now go through Jerusalem and set a mark upon the men on the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the That actually happened back in ancient, uh, back in, in, in our times uh, during the, before the Babylonian captivity. This is all symbolic of what's going on with us today. Now, we're not actually going around and setting a tattoo on everybody's forehead um, of all the men that sigh and that cry, but it's for us to go out and teach. It's for the teachers to go out and teach God's word against all the abominations that are done amongst our people uh, all the things that the lord finds to be abominable for instance this lgbtq movement um, that's going on across 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 the world especially here in north america amongst our people that we're supposed to be teaching against that and, and for those who feel that this is wrong but don't have the 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 reference don't have the the scriptures to know that god says this is wrong because of how much this this influence is is influencing people around the world, kids around the world, around our nation, that the LGBTQ movement is 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 the new Black Lives Matter movement. It's the new Civil Rights movement. When actually it's the abomination eyes of God. Uh, as far as all the abominations, uh, the foods that we eat: the shrimp, the crab, the pork, the lobster, uh, the squirrel. That as we come into the this summertime, especially down there in in, uh, in in the South, like in Louisiana, we work, uh, a lot of the gumbo. Uh, the, a lot of the the uh the uh, uh crab boils and the shrimp boils uh are, are taking place that god says that 's an abomination that 's something he cannot stand for all the adultery that's taking place amongst our people um, uh, they're just sleeping around the the promiscuous promiscuousness that's promoted amongst our people um, uh from all the porn sites from all the uh uh Uh, debauchery, that all these types of things, the Lord finds an an abomination. For the holidays that we observe, whether it's Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, the Lord finds all these things to be an abomination. So, in Ezekiel 9, verse 4, it does say, And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry, for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. So when we reference this with uh, Luke chapter 14, verse 26, I'm going to if you can read that for me. Luke chapter 14, verse 26. Come on. Luke chapter 14 and verse 26. 26. Luke chapter 14 and verse 26 reads, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife, and children and brethren and sisters. Yeah. And his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. So if we're going to put some reference to this, if we don't hate, if we're going to follow Christ and we don't hate the abominations that our fathers do or partake in or have done, if we don't hate those abominations, to where now we accept those abominations because it's family tradition, because of the emotional bond and and strings that we have with our fathers, that they might be doing wrong in the eyes of God, in the eyes of Christ, but because of the affection we have and, and the loyalty that we have towards our fathers, that we don't hate those abominations, then we cannot be Christ's disciples. Then we cannot be Christ's students. He's not going to be able to teach us anything that again the word disciple meaning student so if we don't hate the the abominations that our fathers uh our mentors um are many of us our first examples uh whether we uh our biological fathers or just somebody we we looked up to and a pattern our lives after if that's enough learning as we're learning this bible and learning the truth of our god and his laws his as his commandments and the abominations That our fathers, people that we look up to, that we honor, whether it's our biological, whether it might be an athlete, whether it might be an entertainer, whether it's somebody we've made an idol, that we're going to pattern our lives after them. If we don't hate those abominations that they do, we cannot be a disciple or a student of Christ. The words of Christ is not going to benefit us at all. It's not going to help us at all. We are not his students. We are not his disciples. It's impossible. All right? Then it says, if any man come to me and hate not his father or his mother. Yeah, many of us, because of the strong emotional attachments that we may have. And even even when the scripture says, honor your father and mother, true enough. But to find out now that a lot of things, the traditions and the customs and the things that our mothers do that have been passed down, that actually go against God. And yes, our fathers and our mothers have had hard, bitter lives. Yes, our fathers and mothers have been through so much trauma and been through so much in their lives. That does not still stop the fact that even the way they grew up, there's a lot of things that they do that are against God, that are an abomination to God. And they were never taught. We've gone through this period of time where we were never taught the truth about God. We've gone through this period of time where we never taught the truth about who we are. We've gone through this period of time where nobody was taught the commandments of the Father. So that even includes our mothers. So there's been a lot of traditions and customs and a lot of ways that our mothers um, are committed to that are abominations. And if now it comes down to the Bible telling saying that this thing that, for example, birthdays is an abomination to God. But our mothers are really sold on birthdays. And now we're gonna make, make 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 way for a birthday because we don't want to hurt our mothers. Now, okay, we know it's wrong. We know it's an abomination because I don't want to hurt my mother. I'm going to go ahead and, and celebrate birthdays with her, even though I know it's wrong. <laughs> then brother and sister is telling us, <clears throat> Christ is telling us, we can't be a disciple. We're not going to learn from him. He is, he's rejecting us. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, when people put in for, for to, to go, go to college, out of high school, uh, that your application has been turned down. Um, that, that you've not been accepted at this school, of this place, of this, this, this institution of learning, for wh- whatever reason. Well, this is what Christ is telling us. If now the, there's things that my mother does that are an abomination to God, but I cannot, I'm going to allow it or be a partaker of it because it's mom or because it's dad. Christ is telling us, you can't be my disciple. If, now, we're married. Um, a man might be married. And that there's abominations that his wife is doing that are abominable to the, to the father. And it comes down to, okay, are you going to choose God or Christ over your, over your wife? And for the love and the attachment a man has with his wife, then I'm going to accept her abominations because she's my wife. I love her. We do nice things together. So now, I'm not going to confront her abominations. I'm gonna partake in our, our abomination. Hold on one second please hold on one second brother goodbye if you can handle this for a second Kind I got it. So um, basically if I know that it says hate but it's it's not it's not referring to hate your your your, your mother and your father or your children or your wife or your brother, or your sister, it's the abominations, the, 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 the filthy, wicked acts that they may be tied up into. Because as Mashaba um, mentioned before in the scripture, it does say to honor, one of the top ten commandments is to honor your mother, your father and your mother. So, you know, some people might look at this without having the understanding and say that it's contradictory. But with the uh, with, the, with the, uh, of the scripture that goes along with this, we find that when it says, if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yeah, even his own life. Also, he could not be my disciple. That's simply talking about from the reference scripture of Ezekiel 9 and 4 of the abominations towards the, 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 the Heavenly Father. It's also a um, a way to pri- prioritize. Like Mishabah mentioned before, I love my wife are you going to choose are you going to choose to partake in the abominations that the heavenly father hates or are you going to choose his his way and if we choose our father or mother or wife children we then are putting uh, we are putting our wives our our fathers our mothers our family members before him and we all know nothing comes before the Most High in Christ. Oh, so, Q. so I, I came here in, in reference to um, that, in, in, in being a part of of, of the, the, these first fruits for a lot things that, that that we have going on um, for this movement that takes place as we take place across America uh, from the seventies. But in some of the areas that that we were the first ones to ever bring the, this knowledge of what it means to be an Israelite, having to experience a lot of these things and having 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 to face, um, having to to confront our fathers, our mothers, our wives, our children, our brothers, our sisters, yeah, and even the the way we grew up, the things we're used to, um, how 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 we were operating. Uh, uh, how we were operating, that in continuing those things, we cannot be Christ's students, all right? It's just that Christ is not going to accept us as his student, all right? It doesn't matter how good we are in the eyes of our father, our mother, our wife, our children, our brother, our sisters, or even in our own eyes. We can be good in our own eyes, but that doesn't mean that now, if we're not going to confront the abominations that we do, or that our family does, Christ is telling us right here, you cannot be my disciple. Cannot be my disciple. All right? Verse 27. Paul. Luke chapter 14 and verse 27 reads, And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. And for the burden that we had to go through, of now having to confront our fathers, our mothers, our wives, our children, our brothers, our sisters, and our own lives. If We're not, not going to bear that cross. That cross had to bear that cross after, after the crucifixion and the torture of him having to carry that cross, beam with that cross, um, to Calgary. That he had to, after being beaten the way he was beaten, he had to carry that cross and get nailed to it representing a burden, a heavy weight that he had to deal with, that many of us, if we're not going to deal with the weight of having to confront and, and the looks and the attitudes and the, the, the uh, rejection of our fathers, our mothers, our wives, our children, our brothers, our sisters, and our own lives also, if we're not willing to deal, put up with that and have to bear it, he's telling us we can't be his disciples. He's not accepting us as his student. Verse twenty-eight. Tom. <clears throat> Luke chapter fourteen, verse twenty-eight. Read for which of you intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it. And this, this here, like I said, and, and being being part of the the awakening and the first fruits of what, what we have going on, that. If you're going to come follow Christ, you have got to count the cost, right? You've got to count the cost of uh, what's it going to actually take to follow Christ. Because of the, con- the conditioning that we receive from religion and from the world, there's this belief that in following Christ or being a Christian, that everything in my life is supposed to just turn out peaches and roses. That from the example we've seen and that was given to us from how white people have lived here in America. That God bless America, um, is manifest destiny, that for the way white people live, from the the, the, the white privilege that they've experienced, that they, they, they first set their foot on the shores of the Americas and everything that they've been able to enjoy at the expense of our people and coming with, with the Bible in one hand and, and, and the Gatling gun um, diseases or whatever in the other hand, and, and, and the slave whip, on the other hand, that they've been able to live high off the hog, if you will. They've been able to enjoy their heaven on earth. And that the reason they – because God must be with them. And that we then must just be the heathen, the savages, the, um, uh, the, the wicked. And if we get right with God, we'll enjoy paradise in heaven. We'll be able to enjoy milk and honey up in heaven, uh, up in the clouds. But while here on earth, because we are the heathen, because we're the Gentiles, God must not be with us. So from that type of conditioning, uh, we've got to this, 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 thing, this thing is spread like a cancer that the only way I can know God is with me is I must be living high off the hog and everything is peaches and cream, everything is roses, everything is, is turning up roses, everything is all good. So we don't take into consideration that, no, to actually follow Christ, there's going to be a cost. To actually follow these scriptures and to believe in Christ as the scripture has said, like, uh, like what's said in St. John 5 or 39, there's a cost. And are we going to be able to finish what we started? Are we going to be able to finish what we started? If this is going to be easy, then why, why would it be a, a struggle to finish what you started if this is going to be easy? If this is going to just be peaches and cream, then why do we have scriptures like He that endures to the end? Why is it, it being told us here, have you counted the cost, but do you have enough to finish what you start? So I'm that, brothers sister, um, and sisters, that in going through what we're going through, and for, for those that of that, uh, my peers that we have, we've been going through this uh, for the past 30 years, not to quantify or discount any of, the, uh, of my elders or predecessors before me or any other brothers that have endured just as long, and families that have endured just as long, that there's a cost. Right, that there is a cost to everything we have going on. And from 30 years ago, um, we, have a, we have a zeal. We have a straight zeal, and exuberance, and an energy uh, for proclaiming and, and, and standing up and proclaiming that we are Israelites, that we're not um, the religion we might have grew up in, we're not the uh, the label um, of, of citizenship that we might we, we have claimed, but that we are the Israelites. But one thing I wanted to get to, the reason I'm going through all this, brothers and sisters, And I hope I don't sound too confusing. I want to try to help establish and show that even Christ is telling us that there's supposed to be a cost that's supposed to be considered when we come to start following him. There's going to be a cost. Now, we're going to be able to finish what we started. I hope with that in mind, I hope with that, that thought in mind that it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge. We're going to have to endure to the end. To have to finish what we have started. But when we first come in, there's a joy, there's an exuberance, there, 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 there's this 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 elation to find out that we are the chosen people of God. To find out that that that, that we are chosen. There's an, an excited energy uh, that, that comes with that, and there's not really a realization of what a person and what families are going to go through. There's not really a realization of what it's going to take to actually follow Christ to the end. And there's a lack of knowledge and there's a lack of experience uh, that a person is going to have. With that being said, the point I'm trying to get you now, hopefully I gave enough background. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 20, verse 9 and 10. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, chapter twenty, verse nine and ten. And this is, is all in reference to why we're at part sixteen of what it means to deny Christ. Uh, Isaiah chapter twenty, verse nine and ten. Isaiah chapter twenty-eight, verse nine and ten. Yes. And, and your voice got this a little bit distant, Brian. I know that that phone that you have is on is, 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 um, borrowed time, off as well. But your voice got a little bit distant. Let me let me let me see if I can see. Let, me, let me see if I can do something, a little bit. Um, is that better? It, it, it is. Actually is, yes. Okay. So we're in uh, Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 9, where it reads, Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? So now, it's it, it, it making it a clear, two clear questions. The he in the scripture, brother, says "They talk about the most high. And, and, and the question, the statement, it, it's a rhetorical, if you will, something to think about. Um, whom is God going to teach his knowledge to? Right, that's the question that's being asked, that many of us understand or as we come to the knowledge that that Hosea 4 verse 6 uh, tells us that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, that we we have a zeal of God, like I said in Romans chapter, uh, uh, what's that? Romans chapter ten, verses one through three. That we have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. All right. Um, that there's a lot of things about God we just don't know. We only know God from a very religious point of view, from a condition that we, that we've been under. Um, that we really don't know the God of the Bible. We really, we really don't know and understand the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We really don't know how he works. We really don't. So the question I was being asked here in Isaiah, which is a rhetorical question, whom is he, meaning whom is God going to teach his knowledge? Who is God going to, how, who's going to get to know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Who's going to get to know him? Right? Then it says, whom shall he make to understand doctrine? When we look at the word doctrine, the word doctrine is referring to um, a set of beliefs or values. And what that means is, why do I believe? For example, if we teach the doctrine that Christ is a black man, then what is giving us us that understanding to hold on to that Christ is a so-called black man? What are we looking at or what are we dealing with that is giving us that doctrine? Or what's our understanding that gives us that belief, that this is why we believe Christ is a so-called black man? Well, we can go to the scriptures to show that Christ is our black man. This is why we believe that Christ is black. When we teach that, well, the Jews are black. We need, why do we believe the doctrine that the Jews are black? Well, we understand from the, what we call the color scriptures that the Bible gives the color of the Jews. The Bible gives the color of the Israelites. This is why we believe what we believe. Why do we don't believe in Sunday worship? Because the, the, the doctrine or the scriptures tells us to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. Six days should thou labor and do all that work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. And look at the calendar, look at the dictionary. Sunday is the first day of the week. With Sunday being the first day of the week, that automatically, yes, makes Saturday the seventh day of the week, which would be the Sabbath. So why do we understand that Sunday is not the day to go worship God? If you worship God on any day, why hold on to Saturday, so-called Saturday being um, the Sabbath of God? We can, understand, we can give the understanding of why we believe this doctrine or why we hold on to what we hold on to. So the questions being, the two questions being asked is, whom is God going to teach his knowledge to? And whom shall God make to understand his doctrine? The reason I believe what I believe is because of this here and because of this here, because of this scripture here. Right? But who is God going to give that to? Uh, reading on in verse 9, sir of them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Now, when we look at the definition of weaned, hopefully it comes up here. If not, I'm going to go do a web search. All right, weaned. Okay, weaned, from the Webster's 1820 Dictionary, this is what we get for the definition of the word weaned. Weaned is accustomed or reconciled to the want of the breast or other object of desire. So if we want to get God's knowledge, if we want to understand His doctrine, we have to become accustomed or reconciled to the want of the breast or an object of desire. We have to desire God's knowledge. We have to desire His doctrine, and then be weaned from it. I mean, we have to become accustomed to only stick it to the Bible to get our information. We can't bring in mythology. We cannot bring in mysticism. We can't bring in religion. We can't try and mix now what we've learned in college from a psychology course or what we got from some uh, uh, sci-fi movie of the week. And we're going to now mix that in with the Bible and really think now we have the knowledge of God or that we understand God's doctrine. He's telling us right here. We're not going to get this knowledge. And we're not going to stand his doctrine unless we are weaned from the milk, meaning the only thing that we've been into. We're not dealing with, with family tradition and superstitions. We're not dealing with, with, with again, some, some what, wise, uh, uh, sci-fi, uh, uh, Twilight Zone, uh, Stranger Things, uh, a Black Mirror type of, of what, whatever. We're not dealing with. We're trying to read the Bible and the Quran, and the uh, Egyptian Book of the Dead, and the U.S. Constitution, and the uh, 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 the Forty Eight Laws of Power, and and T.D. Jakes's book of "Woman Thou Art Loosed," and really right. think we're getting the knowledge of God, or really think that we understand God's doctrine it says we have to be weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast that, like an infant, a newborn, the only thing that newborn desires is his mother's breast milk. The only thing that newborn is looking for for as nutrition or as a meal is his mother's breast milk. He's not looking for or trying to mix anything else. As much as Honey is a superfood. You can't not give an infant honey. It'll cause the baby to have thrush. It'll make him sick. The only thing that infant can digest or really, really deal with is his mother's breast milk. And how often does an infant, a newborn, want his mother's breast milk? Hell, every two to three hours. Every two to three hours. That infant that does not desire anything else. And they're not dealing with anything else. So even in reference now to if we're coming to Christ and we don't hate our father, our mother, uh, uh, our wives, our sisters, our brothers, our children, our own lives, we're still trying to mix in our father's feelings, my mother's feelings, my my wife's perspective, my children's perspective, my own perspective. God is not going to make me get his knowledge. God's not going to give me the understanding to his doctrine because I'm trying to mix in all these other things instead of just the pure, sincere milk of his word so that my understanding is going to be a little bit off. It's going to be thwarted. My real understanding and knowledge of God is really not going to be there. It's not going to be complete. Just like now, if we give an infant, that, new, that newborn, we saw my uh, mother's breast milk, but then for whatever reasons, the mother breast milk dries up, and now we give them formula, the baby's going to eat, but it's not going to be that pure breast milk. That pure breast milk is literally has every nutrient, every mineral, everything that that baby needs for survival to get optimum health in its first, first couple of years of life. And with, with those things lacking, this is where we get the childhood diseases. This is where we get the rickets. This is where we get the uh, the sun in, in, uh, infancy deaths. Uh, this is where we get all the uh, the problems that, that that children run into in their infancy because they didn't get the immune system passed on to them from their mothers because of the breast milk. I didn't even know that breast milk, a mother's breast milk, that in it it's got a natural laxative. It's a natural pure laxative. It helps keep the baby's digestive system moving. I didn't know this. There's an actual um, a sedative in the mother's breast milk. Not, not from any drugs or whatever, just the natural hormones from her breast milk that that baby, not only does he get the, the, the nutrition from her milk, but he's actually getting that laxative and a sedative. That's what helps the baby sleep and have, 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 have a, in dealing with the stresses of being a newborn. All these things, and then the mother's immune system is passed on to the to that to that newborn to that infant through the breast milk. When that gets cut off, you might be giving the baby baby food, you might be giving the baby formula, you might be giving that baby water, but you've cut off everything vital to make sure that baby, that infant, that child is going to have the the, the optimum life that it can have. They might get from the mother's breast milk. So if we keep that scenario in mind, it says whom shall he teach knowledge and whom shall he make to understand doctrine, them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast, meaning the only thing you have your mind associated with that you're looking for any information from is the scriptures. And that you, you that, that is all you've been accustomed to. You're not dealing with dreams. Okay, I had this dream and now you're trying to mix that with the word you're not going to get the true knowledge i had this dream and it was just so real so i think this dream means this and you try to mix that in with the the milk it's not going to happen you're not going to get god's knowledge you're going to have what you know but that's not what god knows you're going to understand what you understand but that's not what god is trying to get a person to understand you're mixing in all these other elements and you not, have not been accustomed to only dealing with the milk. you deal with whatever superstitions you got. And trying to, and then that gets mixed in with the knowledge of the Bible? Forget about it. You, we're not going to get God's knowledge. We're not going to get the purity of his knowledge. We're not going to get the understanding of his doctrine. It's going to be tainted. It's going to be diluted. It's going to be weaker. It's going to be... Uh, uh, polluted. It's going to be corrupted. So we really want to get this knowledge, God's knowledge, and get to really know God. The the root word of knowledge being what? To know. If we really want to know God, we have to be waiting for the moment. We're only accustomed to the scriptures. We're not accustomed to bringing anything else in but the scriptures. We're not bringing in, again, anything else when I deal with zodiacs, yeah, well, according to the zodiac, and now I'm, I'm mixing in the knowledge of the zodiac with the scriptures, I'm not going to know God. I ain't going to know him. I'm not going to get to know him. If I'm bringing in the knowledge of, of, of numerology, okay, am not saying that, that those things aren't out there, but if I'm trying to mix in numerology with... God's word, it ain't going to work. I'm not going to know God. I'm not going to know him. I'm not going to really understand his way of doing things. I'm bringing in too much. You can only give a baby milk. You can't give a baby meat. So I'm trying to mix in all these other things. This is why many of us, we lack a lot of knowledge and not really knowing the God of the Bible, not really knowing the God of Abraham, Isaac, not really knowing him, not really understanding his way of doing things, because we've not been weaned from the milk. So, uh, where am I going to go over this, brother? Sister? Goodbye, you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say also um, that that includes, you know, because you mentioned all of these books and, 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 and all of these, these philosophies and everything. It also includes all of these people that are on these social media. Um social media sites where they they believe that they're they given all of this this cool philosophy that sounds good and sounds spiritual, but it it has no scripts, no scripture foundation, yeah, these are people that are that are going off of their own understanding and what they believe and not what the scripture says or not what the heavenly father says you, you know with 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 the with you you can't get to know the father through these people that have these philosophies on how they believe things uh, will be done decently and in order it's all about their own understanding i mean we can go to we can go to Proverbs 3 and verse 5 where it says to lean not to your own understanding the understanding that you want to lean towards is the understanding of the scripture and I just wanted to add that in I appreciate that appreciate that this is why a lot of people will say things as we read scriptures to them they'll say not my Jesus (laughs) that's not my Jesus (laughs) <laughs> and a lot of times, when we read scriptures to them, which are in black and white, they'll say, "What book are you reading from?" Is that the Bible? And we tell them, yeah, "King James, yeah, that's it right here." We read what it says, and 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 this Bible has become a real mystery to our people. It's become a real mystery, and to, to now we read what the Bible says, and they're they're flabbergasted, and then they'll they'll say things like, "Well, I need to ask my dad." I need to go ask my mom. I need to go ask the pastor. I need to pray on it to see if that's what I get from it. So now, your knowledge of God is lacking. And yes, a lot of people now lean to their own understanding and have not been weaned from the milk. Where they made it a custom to, like, like we, have, we like to read on, on, on uh, our shows, we like to read and reinforce Isaiah thirty four sixteen. To seek thee out of the book of the Lord and to read, that no one of these shall fail. For none shall want her main, For my mouth has, has uh, for my spirit has gathered. My mouth has commanded. Yeah, are we actually reading what the book says? Are we actually reading what the scripture says? But it's got to get to a point where we're only depending on what the scripture says. I'm not dealing with the zodiac. I'm not dealing with with my mom's intuition, a woman's intuition. I'm not dealing with with with, with uh, superstitions um, or worldly traditions. I'm only dealing with what the book says. That a person's made it, they've made themselves accustomed to only going by what the scripture says. But even in that, it's still it's going to take time. Even in that, it's still going to take time. So now, when we come back to, and read now Isaiah chapter twenty, verse ten. Cut. Uh, Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 10 reads, for precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little. And but since I'm, just to try and share this, and I'm by no means, I'm going to come up as a scholar or expert, but my, my knowledge of where I was at from when I first came in over 30 years ago, and still having to go through a baptism, if you will, um, of becoming accustomed to only going to the Scriptures, but not bringing in the perspectives of my mom, my dad, my wife, my children, or my own life. So I'm just now getting the perspective of the Scripture, and it's pure, it's untainted. It's not, it's not, I'm not bringing in all these other elements to my understanding of having to go precept upon precepts, precepts upon precepts, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. So getting to this point where this is, is, is what a person now becomes accustomed to, this is leading us to why, why it's being said, um, why we're at part 16 what it means to deny Christ why why these series are uh, taking uh get so stressed out and, and so much is being brought out because of again what it is that we're actually going precept on precept precept on line up on line line up online here a little and there a little and now putting these these, these things together as and, and and getting this wow I when I first came in I thought for example uh, Coming in 30 years ago, over 30 years ago, the belief that John 3.16 was talking about the whole entire world. Um, and then I started to get to a few precepts that, oh, nope, oh, damn, there's one than one world in the Bible. So the Bible said that you can find the word worlds, plural, in the Bible. And I had that challenge my perspective on. If God loved the whole entire world, then which world did he, did he love? Because even in the Bible, there's more than one world. Now that's being challenged. Now the study, got to be, it, it, there's got to be a study taking place to find that, that, that there is more than one world. Then to come back and understand that it's talking about the world of Israel. Then we get to the point where even within the world of Israel, it's only talking about the elect. And then it's, and talking about the elect, the only ones who believe in Christ, as the scripture said and really got, made that change are going to be the ones given everlasting life. But all that is, is, is coming through the years and years of having to, to cleanse and, and scrub and scour the traditions, the customs, the superstitions. The, the, the dreams, the uh uh the mysticism, the the mythicalism of what we've been indoctrinated with in the world. And as well as having to get to the point where even now when I felt like when I first came into this knowledge, using John three sixteen as an example, that no, it's not talking about the whole wide world, it's talking about the world of Israel. But there's levels to that even. There's more to just and, and having to get past this. They ain't talking about the world, the whole wide world. It's talking about the world of Israel, and then understanding that that there's there's levels and rabbit holes to even that concept, to to what that means, and that thirty years later I cannot just keep still just keep be, be holding on to. John three sixteen only talking about the world. Or John is talking about the world of Israel, and then. Just to be honest, brothers and sisters, but many can testify to, because of the condition that we got from religion and that John 3.16 is only talking about, it's talking about the whole wide world and now getting the, the knowledge of the truth that knows about the world of Israel, there's a mindset that we got into, that we get into that it's only talking about, that we only, every time we hear John 3.16, we want the to battle mode and we're just ready to prove that, nope, it's talking about the whole wide world. I mean, not the, world, the whole wide world, the world of Israel. But even in that, we we still don't grab it to the knowledge or grab it to the understanding. That, hold on, he really is coming to save us. We get so battle locked and battle angry and battle and, and, and battle tested that we forget. Okay, what this description? What is it talking about? We can break it down. Nope, it's Israel. Nope. But what does now? Now that we understand it's Israel, what does that mean? What is our understanding? Now, take us, besides just ready to battle, ain't talking about the whole white world. Talk about the world of Israel. Okay, cool. Now that we've got that, we've digested that part, now what does that mean? Now, what does that mean? Christ is black. Christ is black. Christ is black. All right, cool. Okay, all right, cool. We've accepted. We got that part. Not a problem. Christ is black. Cool. Now, what does that mean? What does that now actually mean? Or is it just about the battle to prove that Christ is black? Is it just now about the battle to prove that John 16 is only talking about the word of Israel? Is that it? Is that really it? Or is it more to it? So I'm, I'm trying to bring these examples out, brothers and sisters, that we are in part 16 of this class of Denying Christ because there's an initial understanding that people might get about denying Christ. There is an initial uh, very surface but at the same time life-changing experience that people go through and understand about, about denying Christ what that means. Getting some of these scriptures about oh man. the verse is that that is for somebody when there's an understanding or exp- that comes through experience that is not just as 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 as, as simple or as as, as surface from when we first just come in. And that is what's leading us again to the sixteen part series. Alright? That's what's leading us to the sixteen part series. So from there, uh The title of this class, and time is running out on me again, but this, this is where it's at. Uh, to deny Christ, if you don't know your history, again, comma, 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 then you're bound to repeat it. If we don't get to a point, brothers and sisters, as, and this was the last class I was going over on last Wednesday about hindsight is 2020. I was trying to bring out and give get some insight into when we look back at things, when we're going through things, we can't really see everything. You know, the the saying in old school saying is, "You can't see the forest because of the trees," because you're too close to it. You you're, you're you 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 don't have perspective. Sometimes you got you have to back away from a thing so you can see a, a, the the total picture, be able to see everything. But while you're in the midst of it, you really can't see what's going on. For what they call an armchair quarterback, an armchair quarterback is that person who you're watching a football game from your TV screen while sitting uh, on your couch. But it's totally different from actually being on the field and you got a 300-pound man in front of you and you had to deal with all that's going on in front of you. You don't have the comfort of being at a distance to see what's happening. Or uh, a boxer in a ring. You might watch somebody, uh, a boxer in a ring, and they're, they're fighting their fight. And you say, man, uh, uh, body blow, man. Hit him with the body blow, because you can see where that opening might be, but you're not there, having to look this man in his eye while he's looking you in your eye, and you're dealing with the pains and and the, and the, the 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 sweat, the stench, the the taste of blood in your mouth, the 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 trainer yelling in your ear, and all that that's going through your mind. And having to think about, oh, i was supposed to hear you sitting on your couch a thousand miles away, body blow. <laughs> body blow. <laughs> He's open. He's open. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. You, you, you know yeah, you, you were talking about it. Yeah, please talk about, your, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it a lot. Right. You know, the Rocky movies where where – you remember uh, where he had Tommy Boy, right? The uh, he was he 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 had started training him, but the dude decided to go to another trainer. And uh, um, in his in his big fight, he was he was he was he wasn't at the fight. He wasn't in his corner, but he was telling him he's open. You know he's open and and he's punching on the bag. You know. In 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 that, when you say you know yeah, you're, you're not dealing with the with the the dude actually throwing body blows at you, right. <laughs> or Or the or the manager or or your trainer giving you numbers for combinations, <laughs> all at the same time while you taking hits while you taking jabs, right? You know, you sit you sit you're, you're watching. You know, and all you all you're looking at is the perspective of what's open, and that's not even that's not even the boxer's per- perspective. <laughs> it's your perspective <laughs> of what's <True>. open. <laughs> you know,
0: so uh, you, you know just you on that.
2: Is, you, is you didn't hit one of your best time? combinations. You right. didn't hit this guy with one of your best hardest combinations, and he acted like he didn't, like you didn't even like like, like you didn't even did nothing. <laughs> He done walked right through your best punch. Like, oh shit yeah. <laughs> hit, him. hit him with the body blowing in the uppercut. Well, I, I mean I just hit the dude with my best off. left foot. <laughs> you're off because you're, but your perspective is not that boxer's perspective. Where where right. you see where you see an opening it, 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 I mean, because you can see it from your armchair, right? It, it's it, more than likely, nine times out of ten, it's not open. <laughs> it's it's not open for the boxer that's actually in the fight. Time, time. I'm dealing with, I just hit this dude. and This dude has got the hardest head I've ever hit. My my hand, I just broke a knuckle in my hand. But I got to still keep punching, and he's talking about hitting with the body blow. (laughs) (laughs) I've been blocking this dude's punches, and my arms feel like lead. (laughs) I don't don't have the energy because he's been hitting me with the body blow. (laughs) Right, right, right. Nigga, I threw I threw the left uppercut and I I hit him on his fucking elbow. I'm, I, I didn't say anything. I hit him on his I hit him on his damn elbow and oh I gotta get the feeling back in my hand. <laughs> I hit his elbow and I gotta get the feeling back in my hand. That is it, when you're experiencing something it's different when you're actually in it than when you're on the sidelines and looking from, from 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 outside. So, hopefully, keeping all that in perspective, um, and as we were going over, on, again, on Wednesday, dealing with hindsight is twenty twenty. To be able to look back at something, or when you're not in it, to be able to now look back at something, you can see, damn. Because even that boxer will go back after the fight, and he's watching the films, and say, oh, man, I could have I hit him with the body blow. But while he was in it, he couldn't see that. While he was actually in the fight, you can see that, but when he comes back now, and they're doing the film, and he's going over the film with, with his coach, whether it's in boxing, whether it might be in football, a, a block that should have been done, um, uh, a side that should have happened, or, or, or something. Yeah, so you go back and look at the film, and now you're able to get that episode. Oh, okay. So next time, I need to be looking out for this, or next time I got to check and see if this is open, so that hindsight be able to look back at something after you've experienced it. Is 2020 you have to go back now and look at those things and be able to see, damn, I could have did this. Damn, I should have did this. Oh, man, when he did this, I didn't know that that, that was, ah, oh, now I see this opening was there. I didn't see it. But again, that's after you've experienced it and now I can go back and look at it. So even in dealing with this knowledge of this truth of us coming to the identity that we're the Israelites, this is why I'm saying hindsight is 2020. And uh, to deny Christ, if we don't realize our history, we could be denying Christ, and that history will, re- will be repeating itself. So I want to go to Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 7, if we could. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 7. Uh, <clears throat> Deuteronomy chapter, uh, give, me, give me that number one more time. Chapter 32 and verse 7. 32 and verse 7. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 7 reads, Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father and he will show thee. Thy elders and they will tell thee. So I want to get this here for, for what it does tell us in, in the King James Version. We're being told, remember the days of old. We're being told, consider. The years of many generations. Then it says, Ask thy father, and he will show thee. Thy elders, and they will tell thee. I want to take the same scripture that we just read here in the King James. I'm going to read several other versions to try and help give some depth, some perspective, some insight um, uh, of this scripture. All right? I'm going to read the same scripture. Uh, from Deuteronomy chapter thirty verse 7. I'm going to read the same scripture now in uh, the, Bible, uh, the Bible in basic English version. Right? The Bible in basic English. And this is what it says. The same verse, but this is what uh, we're reading in the Bible in basic English. It says, keep in mind the days of the past. Give thought to the years of generations gone by. Go to your father, and he will make it clear to you, to the old men, and they will give you the story. So I'm trying to keep, give some, some depth and perspective for us to consider how important it is for us to study the history of the people of the Bible, how important it is to understand that not only do we go over the color of the people of the Bible, and we stress that, but now let's not start getting to the lives of these people. Let's not start to examine and, 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 and look at their mindsets. Just start to examine and understand these are our ancestors. That the people that we're reading about, their DNA, their, 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 their footprint, their literal biological footprint is still with us. It's still on us. That we are but of yesterday. So it's, it's important for us to, as the Bible here in basic English is telling us, to keep in mind the days of the past. How did our foreparents? Now we understand we're the Israelites, and we understand that that when we read the Bible, it's people of color. It's our people. It's us. It really is us that we should keep in mind the days of the past, that we should give thought to the years of generations gone by, about how our foreparents did things. How did our foreparents as Israelites? Not our foreparents as living here in America and being American citizens. Not those generations. Looking back to the generations of when we were Israelites in our land, speaking our language, eating our food, in our culture. What was our mindset then? What did we write down about what we were experiencing and how we were thinking and how we were receiving things so that we don't come back now as we come back to our identity as Israelites. We end up repeating the same mistakes they did. They knew they were Israelites. But was the fact that they knew they were Israelites, was that enough to keep them from getting punished? Was the fact they spoke Hebrew enough to keep them from being punished? Was the fact that they were in the promised land eating only non-hybrid organic uh, spring water from the most fertile land on the planet Earth? Was that enough to keep us from still going in captivity? Was that a, enough to keep us from sinning? We have to keep in mind the days of the past. We have to give thought to the years of generations gone by. To the old men, and they will give you the story of what was happening. Give us the story of what was going on. That backstory. The prequel. We've got to go back and study and get those type of things. If we want to be complete and then make sure we're not repeating those same mistakes. Again, hindsight being twenty twenty. We have to get into the history of these things. And not just be on such a quick I get it, I got it, I'm out. I get it, I got it I'm out. No. We've got to digest these things. If we want to make sure we're not repeating that history is not gonna repeat itself, if we wanna denying Christ, wind up denying the Lord. Why not denying God all over again? All right? I'm going to another study Bible now, brothers and sisters. I'm reading from another study Bible. <coughs> and this is the Brenton study Bible. I'm reading from the Brenton study Bible. All right? The same verse of Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 7. And it says, remember the days of old. Consider the years of past ages. Ask thy father, and he shall relate to thee, and thine elders, and they shall tell thee. If we go back to our, our fathers, when our fathers were calling themselves Israelites, when we were still in the land, which we can find recorded here in the Bible, they're going to be able to relate to us the story. They're going to be able to relate to us what was going on at that time so we don't make the same mistakes now. I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping that that what I'm trying to bring across is really coming through of how important it is for us to get into this, this book and really understand and get into the history of this book and to, to be able to relate to the people of this book, to the, the stories, the histories, the, the emotions, the things they were going through, so we can relate to it and understand what it is we're facing, what it is we're going through. All right? Another study Bible that I want to pull up. This is the Beren Study Bible, right? The Beren Study Bible. And this is what it says here. It says, remember the days of old. Consider the years long past. Consider the long past. How did we operate in the land of Israel? What were we doing? What was happening? Was it just utopia? Was everything just all good, all swell? Consider the years long past. How were we living in our land that got us kicked up out of the land? Was it the fact that we did more fringes? Was it the fact that the man just, just didn't want to shave his beard? That he, did, he just wanted to shave his beard? And that's why we had to be brought here to America and go through what we're going through? Is that all it is? Is it the fact that we just wanted to eat pork? Or was it something else? Was there more to it? What was the mindset? What was the story? What was happening for all those years that we need to consider? We need to think about. We need to get our mind on. Reading on with the, the Beamer Study Bible says, yeah. your elders, and they will inform you about what was going on, how they were looking at things, what they were thinking, what their perspective was, and how if they had to do it over again, how would they do it? What changes would they make? what would they do different so that we don't walk blindly down the same path they did and just repeat history all over again to our detriment, right? The Common English Version Bible, the Common English Version Bible says, think about past generations. Think about them. Think about past generations. Again, I'm not talking about just here in our journeys in the Americas since the so-called white man got here. I'll talk about the generations of when we were in Israel. Going all the way back to, what was that, 7, 922 B.C., 933 B.C., when our foreparents were kicked out of the northern kingdom of Israel during the Assyrian captivity. That was the last time the natives of the Americas was in the promised land. What was going on with them that got them kicked out of the promised land 930 something years before Christ got here? We didn't go all the way to that time. And think about it now, look at all the superstitions through traditions and other gods and other things that we, we, we fell into worshiping that we might still be holding on to today. Thinking that because just because I'm not calling myself a Hebrew Israelite but I'm still holding on to all these other things. It was these things of us knowing we were still Hebrews' rights that still got us kicked out of the promised land. To be removed out of God's sight, 933 years before Christ got here, how bad do we anger the Most High? How long has God ignored us as he kicked us out of his home 933 years before Christ? Now, we add that 933 to, what are we in? We're in 2023 right now? Uh, <clears throat> what, what, what time are we doing now? How much time is that, bro? You got a calculator?
0: Oh, that's good. three
2: thousand years? Like somewhere. 2,745? Let me see. I got my calculator up. Uh, okay. So, 2,023 plus 933 equals yeah, 2,956 years. Yeah. Come on, brothers and sisters. Damn near 3,000 years, just sigh of 3,000 years that the Messiah kicked us out of the promised land, he was that angry with us. Just sigh of 3,000 years ago, the last time we were in the promised land and the guy was uh, uh, dealing in the promised land knowing we were Israelites, and that guy was kicked out of the promised land over almost 3,000 years ago? Come on, y'all.
0: We're
2: not going to think about that? That now we're coming into this knowledge of the that we're the Israelites, and all of a sudden now we got it? (laughs) Man, I got to understand it, man. We're the Israelites, man. That's it. Beat me up. (laughs) We are out of here. I'm an Israelite. Got it. I mean, really? Because I told people Christ is black. That's it. It's over. Take me home. <laughs> Like Phil Collins, right? Take, take me home. <laughs> right. Time, because I don't remember. That's ironic, that's the next lyric. I don't remember. <laughs> Time. From there, I'm gonna read the Bible. In um, this is the Common English Version Bible. Uh, I'm finished I'm reading it. It says, "Think about past generations. Ask your parents." Or any of your elders, they will te- they will tell you, all right. In the um the DRB, the DRB is the Dure means Bible, the Dure uh, reams Bible. All right, you pull it back up again. The Dure Memes reams Bible says, "Remember the days of old, seek upon every generation." It says we had to think on every generation. What was going on with every one of the generations of our ancestors? While in the promised land, what was going on? Think upon every generation. As thy father and he will declare to me, thy elders, and they will tell thee. It's here in the Good News Bible. Right? Reading the same verse in the Good News Bible, it says, think of the past of the time long ago. Ask your parents to tell you what happened. Ask the old people to tell you of the past. This is how important it is for us, to really go and investigate and check these things out. It's going to require that study. It's going to require that hard work. It's going to require that, that mental focus to be able to go back and study and get these things from our past and what the scriptures tells us. It's going to take some work to rightly divide the word of truth. It's going to take that work to actually go and think about the past. Think of the past of the time long ago. Ask your parents to tell you what happened. Ask the old people to tell you of the past. That goes with, I'm asking Brother Gabar to go to Psalms chapter 77 and verse 5 now. Let's go to Psalms chapter 77 and verse 5. Psalms chapter 77 and verse 5 <clears throat> reads, I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. Damn, what did David say? I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. Now, this is what David said, the second king of the nation of Israel. David considered the days of old. David considered what his ancestors went through, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Judah, Ashton, the actual men, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun Ephraim, Melissa, Gab, Reuben, Ash, Thalia, and Issachar, actually going and considering the days of old, the years of ancient times. i we go back and thinking about what, what was going on with Noah before the flood, to study those records, to get those oral histories from the elders, of things that were passed down, what was going on, what was happening. What was the mindset? Thinking about how did we get here? Why are things like this now? These are some things that even David did. To where we now understand where, where the most I did, did say now, I found David, the son of Jesse, to be a man out of my own heart. David telling you what he did. Consider the days of old and the years of ancient times. What happened with Adam in the garden? What was really going on? What was really happening? What was the mindset, the psychology of Adam, of Eve, of the people called Adam? David wouldn't consider these things. He considered the days of old and the years of ancient times. All right. So now, keeping all this in mind, about if you don't know your history, you better repeat it. We might be denying Christ. We might be denying the Lord. I'm now going to ask the brother Gabar, if time is, is coming on me quick, I'm asking ask the brother Gabar to go to Micah chapter 3 and verse 11. Go to Micah chapter 3 and verse 11 on Micah chapter 3 and verse 11 reads the heads thereof judge for reward and the priests thereof teach for hire and the prophets thereof divine for money yet will they lean upon the Lord and say is not the Lord among us none evil can come upon us so if we're considering the things of old and the our mindsets of our people before we even got kicked out of the Thomas land, this is one of the things that we had going on. This is one of the mindsets that we had, all right, that we want to be careful of. This is why all these things, these type of things are written down. Now, I'm going to read this, this same Scripture. In a few other versions. In the the AFV, the a favorite version Bible, it says, Her heads judge for a bribe, and her priests teach for pay, and her prophets divine for silver. Yet they will lean on the Lord and say, Is not the Lord among us? No evil can come upon us. So what was the mindset of, of our heads, our priests, and prophets at one time? get money, greed, and because of the bribes that we were receiving, because of the money we were getting, and for the civil we were getting, we were still trying to lean and say, see, the High has given us this, because if was the most anybody wants to have it, we wouldn't have it, so we must be doing the right thing. Well, I said, we're supposed to learn from our past. And now repeat the same mistakes. If not, we can get to a place where we're actually now denying Christ. That we're actually now denying the Most High like our forefathers did. That we have a chance now to get that hindsight. Hindsight is 2020. Now we can fix. We can repent. We can now change. And get our get our minds and our spirits pure. But if not, there's many obstacles out here, brothers and sisters. There's many things that are going on, and if we're not reading and really studying and putting these things to heart, we can be following these same patterns. Not out of maliciousness, not out of out of out of out of uh, uh, intentional defiance out of ignorance out of ignorance because we're not studying we're not considering the years and many generations we want to be careful of these things brothers and, sisters. and then we got 90 seconds left and i'm just gonna ask if we can just i'm gonna finish some, some of these versions and we're gonna end it brother gabar if at any time you know if you have to go brother please let it please do so all right i'm now gonna read the I'm going to read the same version from the American Standard Version. I'm going to read the same scripture, Micah chapter two, verse 11, from the American Standard Version. And it says, The heads thereof judge for reward, and the priests thereof teach for hire, and the prophets thereof divine for money. Yet, they lean upon Jehovah and say, Is not Jehovah in the midst of us? No evil shall come upon us. Again, in this belief that gain is godliness, like what, what uh, Paul tried to warn Peter, uh, what Paul tried to warn Timothy about in 1 Timothy chapter 6, when we look at the same verse in the Bible in basic English, the Bible in basic English, it says, its heads take reward for judging, and the priests take payment for teaching, and the prophets did silver." For reading the future. But still, supporting themselves on the Lord, they say, is not the Lord among us. No evil will overtake us. I hope we, I, I'm able to bring out, and it's magnifying, how if we're not careful, the, the lengths we'll go to, That will have us away from the Mosai, but we'll still think we are with the Mosai. Our perspective and our way of judging and our way of looking at things, and we'll use that to try and justify that, yeah, the most High is with us and thinking that no evil will come upon us. But if Micah said this, did we get kicked out of the land of Israel anyway? Yep. <laughs> As much as we thought no evil was going to overtake us. (laughs) It still happened. It still happened, no matter what we were thinking. From the Brenton Study Bible. From the Brenton Study Bible. It says, the heads thereof have judged for gifts, and the priests thereof have answered for hire. And her prophets have divined for silver. And yet, they have rested on the Lord, saying, Is not the Lord among us? No evil shall come upon us. Now, realizing that what they was doing is actually an abomination to the Most High. How they was judging, this is how we determine if God is with us, is if we got this money. If we have these riches. This is how we know God is with us because of these things. And that is not the right mindset, brothers and sisters, this is why we're supposed to ask our elders from a long time ago to tell us their story. From the uh, Beeren Study Bible, now from the Beeren Study Bible, it says, her leaders judge for a bribe, her priests teach for a higher, for a price, I'm sorry, and her prophets practice divination for money. Yet they lean on the Lord, saying, "Is not the Lord among us? No disaster can come upon us." I just love how all this is worded, trying to help us get, get a, 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 a clearer picture to the mindset of what we was dealing with, all right? Um, the Common English version. The common English version says, your leaders accept bribes for dishonest decisions. Your priests and prophets teach and preach, but only for money. Then you say the Lord is on our side. No harm can come to us. To get to these mindsets that we were in, and we can see these things, uh, you know, and in, in how a lot of these mega-churches operate. We can use it for that. We can we 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 can put a reflection or put a light on how a lot of these mega-churches uh, uh, react to things and how a lot of our celebrities um, feel like they're on a God level or whatever. And our people are worshiping them because of the money they have and, and, and what have you. But we better be careful, brothers and sisters. Don't let this come into the Israelite culture now. From the Darby Study Bible, from the Darby Study Bible, it says, the heads thereof judge for reward, and the priests thereof teach for hire, and the prophets thereof divine for money. Did they lean upon the most, I didn't the same thing, same, same thing. Um, from the, uh, the DRB, all right, the Dewey Rheims Bible says, her princes have judged for bribes, and her priests have taught for hire, and her prophets divine for money. And they leaned upon the Lord, saying, Is not the Lord in the midst of us, no evil shall come upon us. From the ESV From the ESV the English Study Bible, the English study version. Its head give judgment for a bribe, its priests teach for a price, its prophets practice divination for money. Yet they lean on the Lord and say, is not the Lord in the midst of us? Again, no disaster to come upon us. Um, from the Good News Bible, the city's rulers govern for bribes. The priests interpret the law for pay. The prophets give their revelations for money, and they all claim that the Lord is with them. No harm will come to us, they say. The Lord is with us. Brothers and I'm going to end with that right there. I'm going to go ahead and end this class with that right there. Um, and we'll pick up with part 17 on Wednesday. All right on Wednesday. Brother Gabbar, any, any closing words, thoughts, uh, epiphanies, revelations? Understanding, brother. We appreciate it would be appreciated right now. Con, um, on the understanding. On the understanding of what it is to deny Christ in, in this class, you can end up denying Christ by not applying uh, the scripture. I, I can't remember exactly where it's at. I know it's in Corinthians or maybe even Romans. Um, was says the things that were written before time were written for our learning. That's Romans chapter fifteen, verse four. Right, right. Romans chapter fourteen and verse four, which tells us, four. us the understanding that it it was meant it was written for our benefit, so that we could look back into the frame of mind that were in the the pattern of denying Christ how would how else would we be able to tell the difference if we weren't able to as as you've been saying through, throughout this class four times the 2020 vision hindsight afterwards that's how we end up repeating And looking at the frame of mind where they were actually, where we were actually denying Christ a four times, now we can look back and examine that and not repeat it. Also, uh, the scripture Ecclesiastes 3 and 15 in the Bible where it says that the Most High requires what is past and also... Him also saying that David, King David, King David was was a man after his own mind, after his own heart, and even going back to the to that scripture where King David looked back on the elders, figuring out what not to do, and denying the the, the the Most High in Christ. So we, you know, just just with those just with those scriptures, especially the, the the part of Ecclesiastes three and fifteen, where it says the Most High requires what is past. So we we're we're we're, we're commanded to look back at the mistakes so that we don't repeat, and we can see the other examples of of the, uh, the renowned men um, of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, how they didn't deny the Heavenly Father, how they, they, they men, men of great faith, always acknowledging the Heavenly Father in their conscience, not denying Christ. And that being, this is what the Heavenly Father requires and if we don't, if, if we don't do that, if if we don't do what the heavenly Father requires, we end up doing the same, the the, the same mistakes, the same errors, the same denials of Christ. And um, I'm, I'm Forrest Gump on that. Understood, brother. Understood. Understood. Thank you for the insight. so this is why we shouldn't condemn ourselves. This is why we shouldn't condemn ourselves, that Christ told us, as in the days of Noah, they were eating and drinking and getting in marriage, uh, just doing their own thing until Noah entered into, into the ark, that what was the influence, what was the imagination of everybody during the time of Noah at that time? And we can see a lot of similar things happening again this time. And we can take a look a little bit further. Look into the, the mindsets that the Lord did save Noah and his family, including Ham's. As he asked, He saved him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah, that, you know, that's that dagger right there. Real quick, <laughs> right. But what was the influence of the world at that time that now – so we're going to be going through similar things. So what were the things that Noah was working on that Noah's faith saved his wife, his three children, and their wives even? What was was actually going on at the time of Abraham him walking in faith? just trusting in the words of the Most High, but what kind of influences was he having to fight? What kind of things was was he being challenged with? That we have all these examples that we can now look at and learn from to where, and, and, and in reality, this is where we can see the love of the Most High that he's given us a chance to be able to go back and reflect and look at. And I start to correct and get our mindsets back right, get our mindsets pure. That is the everlasting long-suffering mercy and grace of the most high. I gotta get one scripture right if you don't mind. Um, it's St John chapter three and verse 18 or 17, 17 and 18. because we're all familiar with that. Like, we were just quoting John 3:16. But let's get St. John chapter three, verse seventeen and eighteen. St. John, chapter three and verse seventeen reads: For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. So these things not be revealed to us, joy us. These things will be revealed in us to save us. Not to condemn the world. And we know some of the, the world of Israel. Not to condemn the world of Israel, but that we might be saved. Reading on. St. John chapter 3 and verse 18 reads, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. That Do we believe that the Most High is sending a Savior? For us? That obviously we need saving? Obviously we have been polluted? Do we believe that the Most High has sent Yahweh back for us to be able to repent? If we believe that, it says we're not, we're not going to condemn ourselves. Can we believe? Yes, the Most High did send His only begotten Son to come down and to die for us to give us another chance—not just the everyday chance, but to give us another chance as to get this right as Israelites. And obviously, we're not going to be perfect at this. Obviously, we're not. But do we keep? Do we keep trying? Do we keep trying and understanding the gift and the mercy that the Most High has given us through His Son, our Savior, our King Yahusha, or are we stuck in this mindset? We got to save ourselves, and I'm going to save me because the Most High ain't gonna do it. I'm going to save me because Yahusha ain't gonna do it. All this ain't been put together for us to get to that point. I, I'm hoping that the, the 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 point of this class is not to for us to feel condemned, but to actually get a kind of breath of fresh air. Oh shit! Okay, hold up. But I'd be doing that. Well, oh, oh, time. Let me change that then. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the <adjustment. laughs> right. It's time to adjust. <laughs> <laughs> Just D- like you know, for another uh, scheme of the truth, that if you, if you ate shrimp, and if you can't eat shrimp, oh, got keep it off the plate. <laughs> it, 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 you know, along oh, those silver, the the the, uh, the the shrimp platter, oh, can't get that. I right, cool, I can't get it no more. The red lobster, the 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 when you do the, the shrimp and lobster, and and the the three different types of shrimp, oh, can't do that no more. Cool, we just adjusted. We just made the adjustment. No more, no less. And if it takes a while to... Why, why does the scriptures talk about that there's something that we have to be washed with hyssop and with nitrate? Nitrate is damn near acid, brother. So you, you understand that, right? What kind of sins, uh, stains do we have that... Like like nitroglycerin, right? Yes, yeah, kind, kind. This ain't no OxyClean. No, it's not. It's that not, not baking soda with a little bit of vinegar. <laughs> no. <laughs> he said, "Though our sins be as scarlet, they should be white as snow, if, if we're willing and obedient." Are we trying? Are we trying? He knows what we've been through. He didn't send Yahweh try to condemn us, but to believe in Yahweh shy. the one who say he who saves. All right. So with that, um, today is Monday, brothers and sisters. Uh, we invite you to please check out uh, any one of our classes um, on YouTube tonight, so starting at 7 p.m., whether it's ISBHBK San Antonio, ISBHBK Houston. Um, uh, or um, on Facebook or, or anywhere. All right? uh, we invite you to please, uh, please check us out. And if you're in the San Antonio area, I'm going to throw this out there. Please go visit Brother Gabar Kowai over there at uh, uh, EO Pure Therapy located at Rolling Lose Mall on the first floor, uh, diagonal from the H&M Clothing Store and across from the Icing uh, Boutique there, gonna go small, and let him go ahead and give you a uh, get you a custom-designed fragrance that will have you smelling good, feeling good, and doing good. Uh, brother, Gabor, is that it? Is there anything else? That I, that pretty much covers it, right there. You know, cool. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we can. You know, sure <laughs> so we can go. You know, uh, with which which. Class, did you say this was sixteen? This was sixteen. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, there's gonna be a seventeen. So. Oh no doubt. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to hook it up right now. <laughs>
0: right.
2: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. But uh, yeah, for today, that that covers it. That covers it. All right. Cool. Then for ISBHBK, the Israel School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. Uh, my name is Mashaba. Uh, my name is Gabar Kawa. And we would like to say have a great and amazing day. Go in the spirit. Shalom.
0: Shalom. Yeah.